With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. And now. And now, back to Hale Varsity Radio. Back with you. We're courtside. It's Hale Varsity Radio, a road show. Pinnacle Bank Arena, state basketball here, and he's done uh, so much work uh, as a trainer and, of course, doctor with Nebraska Orthopedic, uh, Dr. Brandon Seifert with us. We've got him courtside as uh, he is saying hi to the, the folks streaming back uh, with the uh, the Hale Varsity YouTube channel and then uh, Hale Varsity Radio Twitter. You see Elijah rocking the flannel. Uh, this is wonderful. We need to get some of these. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, and uh, let's talk about King James, not the book uh, <laughs> uh, character about the, the Basketball Hall of Famer that, that broke Kareem's record that's been in a walking boot that has a right foot injury. Dr. Brandon Seifert, how about uh, Ron? I mean, that's February 26th. We're already into March. And it's now or never for the Lake uh, Show. Absolutely. So, you know, the hard part about a lot of these injuries is trying to figure out exactly what they have going on. They've talked a lot about uh, a ligament injury for him, some type of you know, tendonitis slash ligament sprain. Likely what this is is a tenosynovitis, which is essentially an inflammation of one of the tendons, which, again, they're being a little cryptic about which of those it is. We can speculate a little bit on which one of those it would be. My suspicions would be probably something maybe like a plantar fasciitis, which is where that uh, large uh, fascial structure attaches to the bottom of the heel, pretty common. Kind of that sharp stabbing pain in the bottom of the foot in the morning is what that sounds like or feels like. That would be an option, especially for all the jumping he does. Other things that could be in play here would be something like a perineus brevis. That would be a tendon that comes on the backside of the ankle on the outside of the ball portion there called the malleolus and hooks into the bottom of that uh, fifth metatarsal, which is that outside uh, bone, outside bony prominence in the foot. Those would be two pretty common areas we would see this. You could even even have some some bursitis kind of underneath that great toe, almost kind of like as opposed to a, a turf toe, even an inflammation of that area, not truly a turf toe, but more tendonitis of the area. So definitely a lot of areas this could be. Um, fortunately for him, they've kind of put him on that non-operative pathway, so we're thinking this is something that's not super high-grade tear. It's just a matter of how long do we do comfort cares before we get him back on the court. Well, Dr. Braden, Dr. if you don't mind me jumping in here, sweetie, no, go for, no, go for I, I just it, look at the Lakers it. this year. They're currently sitting in ninth in the Western Conference. That's good for a play-in spot in the West, but I don't think any Laker fan is going to be happy being in a play-in spot in the Western Conference. That's just not how that team is built. So... How big of an issue do you think this could be down the stretch of an NBA season? I think we're around 20 games left this year, and this isn't the time to be getting a, a lingering injury that could affect your playoff chances. Yeah, that's a great question, Elijah. As you start to look at all the intangibles here, that's the things that people are talking about is what, what are you thinking here in terms of return to play? Do you push him hard through this to try to maybe bring yourself up out of that play-in spot? Uh, but in the process of doing so, you really kind of hurt yourself and take yourself out of probably a, a deeper playoff run, depending on how severe this is. Um, I think they're probably playing the cards of, hey, we're going to do the play-in spot. We're going to have him rest it up. And as soon as he hits the court, we're thinking we've got a pretty good ball club and he's going to be ready to go deep in the playoffs. I would assume that's probably their mindset at this point. Let's talk about the, the rehab and the re-injury. If it's plantar fasciitis, I mean, that stuff is... 
man, it's temperamental. Uh, and, and I look at his age and his wear and tear. I mean, LeBron's still a... I don't know. He's he's still a uh, a Mercedes, but he's a hundred thousand miles in Mercedes. He's got the mileage on him. He's got the age, but he's still incredible. Let's ballpark the uh, the re-injury, the the load management. That that's a dirty word to a lot of basketball fans, but it's a reality for a thirty-eight year old. Mm-hmm. And. Um, I, tell me what they're doing right now. Are they are they doing some ultrasound? Are they just doing some ice and heat? I mean, how do you fix plantar fasciitis? Yeah, absolutely. So, obviously, the rest piece is huge. So, some type of immobilization. I think he's been in that walking boot now for about two or three weeks. So, that's one portion of the mobilization. But... As uh, in addition to that, you want to make sure that you're not allowing those joints to become stiff. And so they're going to be doing a lot of stretching, a lot of joint mobilization will be part of this. And then, of course, as you mentioned, there's a lot of modalities they could throw at this, whether it be ultrasound. There's a thing called iontophoresis we've talked about before, ultrasounding in some steroid cream. Um, he's even one of those guys you start thinking about doing some fancy stuff with, like uh, some stem cell injections we've talked about, even maybe utilizing some PRP. We've talked about that before, drawing somebody's blood out, spinning it down in a centrifuge and taking those top layers off that have those really great healing factors, platelet-derived growth factor being one of those. And so those are some things they're probably talking about with him. Uh, the biggest thing, though, is just rest and stretch to let this thing calm down, reaching a point where you think you get some miles out of them. You bring up a good point, though, just on you know, how do you manage these you know, older athletes that are still fantastic? How do you manage them? That's really an interesting question. Uh, we're seeing a lot more of that. I mean, you look at a guy like a Tom Brady or even a Drew Brees and the longevity of their careers. And so trying to manage that is, is, is tough. Um, and it, does, it doesn't make necessarily the front office or the fans very happy. But the reality is you have to protect your investment. And so from a sports medicine perspective, I'm sure that's a big part of their decision process at this point. Well, and, and guys, the, the league... <laughs> It's like, LeBron, we need you in the playoffs. We need the Lakers, the number two TV market in the world, in the playoffs, right? There's going to be no New York. Elijah, help me out. Is Brooklyn anything? Any? I mean, they, they were so-so, but I know they've you know sold the farm, so to speak, with all their trades and whatnot. They're, and I, uh, they're currently you're, you're not sad. The, the, the Nets are yeah, close in so the six seed in the East. That's so. what I thought. So you, you got your, your your New York representation with Brooklyn. Are the Knicks in in, in any Knicks are doing spot? better than the Nets. They're in the fifth spot in the East. So well, uh, there we go. So New York City. You need your New York, LA, and you still got Boston. I get it. Well, the, you're the problem a Denver is, fan, Elijah. So you don't. You may not want to see LeBron back. Oh no, I'd be happy if LeBron was out for the year. The thing with the East is it's so <laughs> top loaded that the Nets and the Knicks really don't stand a chance. If you're not in those top three or four seeds, like sure. what, what's the point if you're in the Eastern Conference? The Bucks, the Celtics, and the 76ers are all that good this year. But you look at the West and the Lakers. I mean, you can see them making a run. The top of the West is also fine, but, I mean, the Kings are currently in second, and the Grizzlies, who knows what the situation is. Say that again and record it. Sacramento Kings are in second in the West. Isn't <laughs> There's that no Vladi Divac with his Marlboro or, or no Chris Webber. <laughs> but, Dr. Brandon, whenever you're yeah, looking at, at LeBron, in there. I love you, you look at the investment in older athlete. Is there any way to protect LeBron once he's back on the court if you're the Lakers and that Lakers front office? Is there anything that can be done for, for pain management and keeping him healthy once he does get back on the court a little later in the year? 
Yeah, you know, you think about pain, pain management is going to be a part of this. Um, you know, we talked about some of those injections. One of the things you'd want to avoid in this scenario would be doing a lot of you know, injections for pain, such as the lidocaine, marcaine type shots. Not a great thing to do in the tendon area. Same thing with uh, utilizing like steroids in the area. You, wor- you really worry about that with somebody his age and the wear on his tendons that that could be kind of recipe for you know rupture. So pain management with some obviously anti-inflammatory creams, anti-inflammatory pills in general would be where you want to kind of keep this. Dr. Brandon Seifert with us, Nebraska Orthopedic Center. He's courtside with us, a live jock talk here at PBA as we get ready for the night session here. Millard North and Elkhorn South. Uh, old, old Noonan's going to be firing from three uh, shortly here for the storm. The, the Mustangs going for a three-peat. Dr. Brandon, this was awesome, man. Thanks for sneaking in. Courtside. You bet, This guys. was good. Appreciate Thanks, you for Elijah. coming in. Appreciate it. All right, good to see Elijah Herbal counting us down. Good to see Dr. Brandon Seifert. Uh, a quick timeout will wind down a impromptu hail varsity. We're presented by Currency.